Welcome everyone. <coughs> Excuse me. So we're continuing our discussion of the Dhammadarastakam, Sri Dhammadarastakam Ki Jai, Satvatamuni Ki Jai, Sri Sanatana Goswami Prabhupada Ki Jai. So tonight we come to the fourth verse, and the fourth and the fifth verse go together. In these verses, thus far we've found that the author, the Muni, has offered respects to his, his deity, and he's gone on to uh, glorify him, describing his character, quality, beauty, and his, his, his a particular leela of his. And um, this is standard procedure in offering prayers that first we'll glorify uh, the deity uh, before that is um, making a personal petition. So here we find that in tonight's verses that the uh, only petitions the Lord having attracted his attention with praise of him. Um, is also typical in prayer. We don't find it here um, thus far. Um, that having praised the deity, one will typically and often, I would say, deprecate oneself or you don't need to just accurately state your position, which is, uh, is quite uh, insignificant in comparison to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then make a petition or a request. This is kind of the formula, prayer formula, you know, find. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, here he um, humbly makes a petition. Varam deva moksham na moksham vidim ba na chanim vrneham vareshad apiha So varam here means like uh, benedictions. Deva, he addresses the Lord as Deva. Deva is um, a uh, a word, an address for the Godhead that we also find in Brahma Gayatri, Pujapadridamarsh, Devasya Dimahi, Deoyana, Pachodayat. In um, Translating Deva there, Deva Siddhima, he were the ideas, meditation upon him, Deva, as um, explained the word Deva as uh, to be speaking of the playful Godhead. And um, Sanatan Goswami is a similar explanation in his tika that we follow here in our uh, discussion. So it's uh, a reference to Krishna. And as I said, the other night we were discussing the playfulness of Krishna is evidence of his uh, extraordinarily powerful position, power that exceeds that of all other gods and goddesses and all other the term Frimsa Swayam Bhagavan, um, 
manifestations of himself, uh, even his Vishnu forms, if you will, he is found to have something to do, something, some concern for establishing Dharma uh, and so forth. Hmm. Thank you. With Krishna, it's, it's said about Krishna in Vrindavan with regard to the fact that some of the henchmen of Kamsa are, are sent there uh, to cause a disturbance and he deals with them effectively that um, uh, I think Kaviraj Goswami in his Chaitanya Charitamrita explains it. It's the Vishnu inside of him that does that. He himself is only playing. Hmm. So, uh, addressing the playful Lord of Vrindavan, his ideal, he says, with regard to the boons that you could offer, as much as all the forms of Godhead are within him, and, there's, and he refers here to Berishad Apiha, to Vrindavan, you in Vrindavan, um, this is who he's addressing, and whom he, as you'll see, he, he wants to um, always have the darshan of um, in you all possibilities exist <clears throat> all the forms of Vishnu are present within you in your world yeah, here near you're referring to Vrindavan all the worlds are there we heard uh, earlier in the discussion with regard to his being bound by the rope that his form form of Krishna is all-pervasive. Jagadavyaktumurtina. He says in the Gita, by my unmanifested form, I pervade the world. When he says, avyaktumurti, unmanifest form, it doesn't mean some type of energy. By his energy he pervades it, but by his form that is unmanifest to the more ordinary eyes who cannot see who are living inside of the body of Krishna <laughs> as uh, members of his his, his 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 play, his dream, if you will. <clears throat> so, all the worlds inside of Vrindavan, it's depicted, of course, as a very small place, rural, pastoral um, place, where you'd think a lot of action is missing there. <laughs> but uh, careful study proper understanding of Vrindavan is that all the worlds and all the possibilities lie there. They're not of interest to the residents, but those possibilities are there. It's a very rich place. There was a debate orchestrated by Sriman Mahaprabhu in Jagannath Puri where he um, appointed Shivas on the one side and and um, Sarupadamadar on the other to debate the uh, the opulence of Lakshmi and in Vaikuntha as opposed to that of the, of the gopis of Vrindavan. And overtly speaking, of course, Lakshmi seems quite a bit more opulent than, than the milkmaidens, milk people, cow people. Remember Krishna had to take a bath and Kura got to go to Mathura, as we heard last night. Um, hanging around with the cows. You become like them. <clears throat> so, 
It's a dusty place, uh, by, apparently, ostensibly by comparison. But uh, um, Shiva's taking the role of Narada, and Sripadamana taking the role of uh, Lilita Saki, let's say. Uh, and Sripadamana was uh, victorious in the discussion. Hmm? Um, and and um, Shivas was happy with his uh, defeat. Mm-hmm. And then put his hand underneath his arm, <laughs> made a movement like this. is typical of Madhumangal of Vrindavan, farcical Brahman there that Nara is really only a partial expansion of. So he was in agreement with the uh, with the conclusion that what is the opulence of Vrindavan. As we said before also, the opulence, the majesty of Krishna is no more um, manifest uh, 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 than uh, anywhere else than it is in Vrindavan, the Brahma Vimohan Lila in particular. We find extraordinary uh, manifestation of his uh, uh, majesty, again, where as from Vishnu it said, universes emanate from his pores, from Krishna was emanating, Vishnu's and Narayan's were were emanating. So, a very extraordinary place. Um, And and so he approaches him, he he petitions him here, he says, Varam Deva Moksham Namoksham Vadimba. He wants to speak about his ideal, his request, and at first, by way of speaking about what he's not concerned with, what he doesn't want, the implication being, you could give any of these things. Hmm? I've been in a discussion with a fellow who has a rather uh, sectarian perspective, unfortunately, and um, the um, I've been pointing out to him that the, uh, the freedom of the student uh, to follow their faith, make the appropriate choices relative to their, their faith and chart their course. They, of, course, of course, they have to learn what the course of bhakti is and so forth, and it's variegated, there are different possibilities and so forth. And, um, and in, indeed, the, the um, discretion uh, to choose one's course, so to speak, within what's being offered, is laudable. Hmm? Someone just says, I want to be over here. I, mean, yeah, I guess he's figuring it out. It's good. You know? So wherever you want me, I'll go. That's okay, too. But, but when some keen interest arises, that's uh, celebratory. Hmm? Um, and uh, this was with regard to the idea that someone might have taken, been blessed to chant the Hari name, Hari Nam by a Vaishnava, and then in due course uh, determined that they wanted to take Diksha, Mantra Diksha, initiation from another Vaishnava, which is perfectly, again, within our um, the realm of possibilities. Someone said there's not many examples of that, and I said they're not supposed to be. Typically it doesn't happen like that, but but it might. Typically you would take the diksha from the person that gave you Harinam. Hmm. 
that's more readily the case, but there are exceptions, and I even gave an example of Prabhupada giving up the blessing of a disciple who had taken Harinam from him to take Mantra Diksha from another Vaishnava who was not a member of ISKCON, believe it or not. Hmm? One of his one of his god brothers, for that matter. How horrible. <laughs> How could Prabhupada not follow his own advice to us, maybe, <laughs> as some people think of it. Maybe that was not what he advised, what they think. Um, and so on. I think the fellow's having a hard time digesting that. <clears throat> and um, and uh, he recently said something to the effect that, well, I mean, what if one of the uh, Prabhupada's Harinam disciples wanted to take initiation from the Pustimarg, you know, or from the, from the Ramanuja Sampradaya or the Madhva Sampradaya? Certainly he wouldn't approve of that. And I was horrified to, to hear that uh, kind of a, um, that kind of idea. Hmm? Prabhupada, in particular, in his campaign, was very, very broad. There are two aspects, in one sense, to Gaudiya Vaishnava: its breadth and its depth. No, no measure. Hmm? The depth knows no measure because it goes as high and higher than the Dhammadarastakam. Goes to the last verse of the Dhammadarastakam and. Uh, and uh, Radha Dasyam, and so on and so forth. These ideas are very uh, extraordinary, and we've been hearing about that. Hmm? Um, but uh, the breadth of it is also extraordinary. And uh, um, Prabhupada was a good example of, of, of an empowered Acharya who was uh, largely involved in, in showing that Breath of of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, which is something that 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 even though Thakur um, predicted, something that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself predicted, when Chaitanya Dev said, "My my name will be chanted in every town and village," hmm? and Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, "All the sampradayas will come under the banner of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm? in Kali Yuga." The, these statements speak about the breath of. Um, the uh, the sampradaya. Hmm? You may wonder when is that going to happen? And well, in effect, I would say that has happened. That the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name has been broadcast all over the world. And still, you know, there's still a few rocks underneath to you know to broadcast it to. But it, it's 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 gone to every every continent and uh, and so forth. Or the work of our, our Guru Maharaj. And as far as other sampradayas coming under its banner, if you will, um, the fact is that they have been given, um, they themselves, if you will, have been introduced to the world through the Gaudiya Sampradaya and through our particular lineage within Gaudiya Vaishnavism that we affectionately refer to following Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's lead as the Bhaktivinoda Purivar. The family of Bhakti Vinod. Um, through this particular lineage of Gaudi Vaishnavism, then that in, in which there is a, um, a built in honor, uh, really, for the Char Sampradaya, the four Sampradayas. Uh, and, and that, of course, it's not really 
uh, I don't say I say particular to our Paribar, but our Paribar had broadcast that aspect of it, an aspect that is, to an extent, um, uh, amplified in the, in the, in the founding works of Jiva Goswami in the Sandarbhas, where he says, and my book here is with uh, written with regard to to the, the Brita Vaishnava, the senior Vaishnavas, Sri Daswami, hmm, the commentator of the ancient commentator of Bhagavatam, Madhva, Ramanuja, um, in particular, um, these uh, three. I think he um, refers to um, which is which is a reference to Vishnu Swami, the Sri Daswami Sampradaya. Sri Swami came in. Ramanuja Sampradaya, the Mother Sampradaya, doesn't, doesn't particularly mention the name Barka um, Sampradaya, but um, uh, uh, so it's not a weird thing that, that our group does it here, but um, it's it's there in the core, and in our group, our family, about you know, emphasize it in the in the um, the Chaitanya Math in Mayapur, which is the main kind of seat. Of the um, Gaudiya mission of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthakur, he has the deities of Madhva, Ramanuja, Vishnu Swami, and Baraka there, honoring the four sampradaya. So it's it's it, it's it's it, it's not something that all branches of Gaudiya Vaishnavism emphasize. Indeed, some of them emphasize we are our own sampradaya. We have nothing to do with those others, and so on and so. And there's an argument that can be made for that to some extent, but we go. Um, a little bit in you know, uh, more in the other direction, and we have given by the work of my Guru Maharaj and his uh, followers uh, in, introduced. We have, I should say, these sampradayas largely uh, to the world. Prabhupada built a bridge, metaphorically, that, that they eventually could walk upon and come to America. For example, more readily and establish temples and so on and so forth. Hmm. Many of them would not think of crossing the ocean. That would have, you know, they would have thought that would be their demise, something like that, uh, to associate with us over here. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, they have, and, and they've gotten followers, you know, from our group also. Um, I told a few times the story of the. One disgruntled member of the International Society of Krishna Consciousness, who, who who left it and he went to the Ramanuja Sampradaya, um, which isn't really, in the broader sense, properly understood as I'm speaking about it, leaving it. But anyway, when he went to try to enter Sri Rangam, which is the principal and uh, the central moth of the. Uh, Sri Vaishnava Sampradaya, they wouldn't let him in because they said, we only let Hindus in here. He said, no, I'm Hindu, I'm Hindu. And they said, no, 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 we only let Hindus in here. He said, no, I've got a letter here that says I'm initiated, you know, officially I'm a Hindu in the Sri Sampradaya. And they wouldn't listen to him. And in his frustration, kind of without um, thinking about it, he said, oh, Hare Krishna. Which, and then the guy said, oh, Hare Krishna, you can come in. Come, <laughs> So, it's an ex- cute example of 
of how, uh, how the work of our our particular sect of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas has, has given um, um, has introduced these uh, other forms of Vaishnavism uh, to the world. Uh, of course, Rupa Goswami has done it slightly as well in his uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, where after explaining Vaidhi Bhakti and Rag Bhakti, he says after each section, and there is another group, and they call it Maryada, and there is another group, and they call it Pushti. And he's referring to the Balabacharya's uh, Ragmarg lineage, a different lineage from ours. But, uh, so he says it's similar, something like that. Hmm. Um, so, anybody in modern times, um, as I say, these other Vaishnav groups, Prabhupada's work to get his his commentary appreciated by the academic community, and so forth. Um, his staunch, as he described, we're going to hear his Prabhupada's disappearance tomorrow. I should be saying this all tomorrow, but um, his staunch, um, uh, and as he described himself in his own poetry, opposition to uh, Mayavad, which was, before Prabhupada came to the West, pretty much across the board academically taught to be what uh, Hinduism culminates in, what the idea of, 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 of salvation in Hinduism uh, amounts to. And in country um, chipping away at that, if you will, with a shotgun <laughs> <laughs> kind of approach. Um, <laughs> he um, uh, made headway in the academic community with the idea that there are different forms of Vedanta, just not just the Dvaita Vedanta. And so, in fact, you know, there are several of them, and we're one of them. And so forth, and so it was. He the work that he did was um, very significant in this regard, and, it, and as I say, it, it made it possible for them to come so them to get some notoriety and and and, and following in the academic community and, and uh, disciples and so on and so forth. And uh, so, really, um, they have come under the influence of the Chaitanya Sampradaya and benefited um, from it. So it's uh, uh, something like this predicted by Bhakti Vinod, and we see it happening. So the breath I'm talking about of the Sambhada, the breath of it, um, you find other examples of it where Prabhupada, in some places, established deities of, of, of Sita, Ram, Lakshman, Hanuman, hmm? Ram, Lakshman, Kijai. Hanumanji Kijai. So, <laughs> um, this is certainly the, the breadth, right? In, including and so, if and 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 then he went so far as to you know say, and you don't have to change your religion, and you can chant you know Jesus, Jesus, Christo, Christo. So, so um, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra has this both sides. It, it can be looked at very. Um, specifically, speaking about Samartha Rati and uh, some Bog of Radha and Krishna, and, and it can be uh, understood have a very broad appeal. And, and Ram can become Ramchandra, and, and so forth. 
we see in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu both sides. We see him involved in the Yuga Dharma and when he takes off for South India. Ram Raghava, Ram Raghava, Ram Raghava, Rakshama, Krishna Keshava, Krishna Keshava, Krishna Keshava, Vahimam. Hmm. Talking about Sharanagati, speaking of Ram, Ramchandra, Krishna, Keshava, so forth. Um, as he, and then of course in the Gambira, very deep, he's going deep into the into the inner secrets and the further, in the deepest reach of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. So it's broad. The ma, it's mantra, it's now mantra, it's, it's universal in its application. And and as I'm saying, everything's included in Swayam Bhagavan, Krishna, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Everything's included inside of Vrindavan. All the religious possibilities, spiritual possibilities worth, worth attaining. Hmm? And there's a hidden secret in there that, it, that it's... it's its depth that is that is the in other words of it is the zenith of spiritual possibility as we we think of it um, so so the idea that Prabhupada would <laughs> would be upset if someone if someone had you know studied and practiced and so forth and heard everything and they came up with a c- conclusion that they that that was was so um, uh, forceful if you will, that they asked Prabhupada, who was their Harinam guru, if they could take Mantra Diksha from the Sri Sampradaya, um, it would be something like Mahaprabhu say, say, praising the conviction of Balava, Anupam, who, who were the brother of Rupsanatan, who stayed up all night with him trying to Glorifying the the the, the bhakti to Radha and Krishna, which was their own subjective reality, and convincing him objectively from the scriptures as to its um, uh, virtues, uh, in, in comparison to to Ram bhakti, its arguably its aesthetic, uh, its 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 its. Um, more fullness with regard to aesthetic possibilities. Hmm. Um, when Balaba woke up, he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't do it. He he had to. He couldn't give up his bhakti to to uh, Raghupati Ram. When Mahaprabhu heard about this, he was very pleased. Glorious is that devotee that will not give up his Lord, and glorious is the Lord. He will not let go of his devotee. So seeing the conviction, hmm, well thought out, if you will, hmm, argued and so forth, and it wouldn't go away, and he was very pleased. We want that kind of conviction, is the idea. So some, you can imagine someone was in Prabhupada's campaign, and they felt like this, and they would think, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. When you say, you know, when, when, to another, a little bit different idea, but when you say the main... Um, Dispensation in Mahaprabhu's mission is the is the Radhadasyam and the particular you know the Manjari Bhav and so forth. And someone says, I feel like you know some attraction for the Sakya Bhav, and then and sometimes you find these people that criticize. No, 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 I can't. It's 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 kind of like that's different. Maybe he thought that out. Maybe you were getting something. To you know, go against the flow, so to speak. You know that this is the main flow, and this is the, that's also there, as we as, as we know. But so, 
But anyway, it takes a broad-minded person to appreciate all these 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 things. Um, so quite the opposite, I would think that probably check it out and go. So what really? What do you? What attracts you there? What's the? Well, I'm uh, you know Venkata. You know I can't like sleep. You know <laughs> thinking of devotion to him and you know and uh, and, uh, and so forth and whatever they would say about they would obviously have have picked it up through his books and, and followed the lead of that and studied it and so forth and so on, seeing that conviction. And that's what you want, is that kind of uh, conviction. Hmm? It's good to take diksha with some, that's, in a, a well-thought-out space, right? Let me take diksha from, you know, so-and-so. Uh, so, so. <laughs> anyway, it was just the opposite of what the... I was thinking point here relative to the Dhammadarastakam, of course, is again that that he is going to speak about his own request. He's asking a benediction, and, and he first says, and, and I don't want these benedictions, O Deva, the implication of which is, you could give all of those. They're all within you. All those possibilities exist within you. So extraordinary are you. But I don't want them. Varam Deva Moksham. So, I don't want the boon, the benediction of moksha. Here, um, he, he's speaking at first about the general idea of moksha, an idea that uh, is um, uh, um, well, we talked about the other night something at Sarvabhoma upon being a mokshavadi and converted to bhakti could felt uncomfortable even hearing the word mukti with its ordinary um, uh, meaning, general meaning of merging into Brahman, sayuja mukti, where there's no bhakti. You know, like that idea at all, he'd been converted so he says, first of all, I don't want the, the, this, this boon of, of, of moksha, this broad idea, turiya, the fourth goal of life in the broadest sense of the term, the timingila, as Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur, the, the whale-swallowing idea. Uh, of course, he was referring to Mayabad, but uh, the Brahman idea is, is, is a little different, of course, and it's a, it is a possibility Sayuja Mukti to be swallowed up by by Brahman and all misery and by ending in, in a sense of of individuality. Hmm? This is like to go far far in one direction of the two which we simultaneously seek. We seek unity and we seek diversity at the same time. Hmm? So he says, I don't I don't want that. I'm not interested in that. Kind of mukti, mukti. We, we we cited the other day the uh, famous uh, words of Kapilamuni, Salokishasti samipya surupyai kanti apyuta diyamanam dagrishagrinati pinamatsevanam jana. I don't want the devotees. Don't want any of these four types of mukti and vaikuntha without service, and they certainly don't want the fifth type of mukti sayuja where there is no service opportunity. They're not interested in that. Hmm. So he, he he singles this out first and rejects that, and that has to get out of the way. As we said, 
that can be attained by gunabuti bhakti. That means bhakti that takes a form within the gunas. Hmm? She doesn't become part of the guna, but she appears within the gunas and then makes those sadhanas that are under the influence of rajas and sattva, karma and jnana, for example, um, and yoga, effective in terms of um, uh, fulfilling the desire of the uh, sadhakas to attain sayuja mukti. Hmm? Karma here means um, nishkam karma. When karma becomes karma yoga, nishkam, without desire for the fruits, then, as Krishna says in the Gita, it's more or less the same as jnana, hmm? which is the contemplative life. Hmm? It's it's a soft form of that, or moving in the direction of that, right? So, nishkam karma yoga, jnana yoga, astanga yoga, hmm? in terms of 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 being primarily um, sadhakas of those disciplines, if some bhakti is gunabhuti, appearing in the gunas, factored in, then they can be efficacious in terms of um, delivering those sadhakas, the goal of sayuja mukti. we're not interested in that. Bhagavatam is, is is not interested in that at all. It's interested, as we said the other night, in in Ananya Bhakti and to some extent uh, karma mixed with bhakti. Not um, or or bhakti I should say mixed with karma. Gyan mixed with bhakti. Yoga mixed with bhakti. Instead of karma mixed with bhakti. Or, or bhakti mixed with <laughs> Where bhakti is prominent, pradhan, where, where bhakti is the pradhan, dominant influence, and there's some influence of karma. Where bhakti is the prominent influence, and there's some influence of, of, uh, of, of jnana or yoga. Then it can be fruitful in terms of attaining shantarasa, for example, in Vaikuntha. And there's a huge difference between shantarasa and sayuja mukti. Um, so st- that is there. There are some great devotees like that mentioned in Bhagavatam, and then of course Ananya Bhakti and Ananya Bhakti of of uh, fully applying to the the, 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 the Vrindavan Bhakti and to some extent. Uh, to Narayan and Vaikuntha, as we said the other day, without the desire for perks. So and he goes on to that here. So, and he says, first, I'm not interested in, in, in Sayuja Mukti. That's the first thing. Get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. He says, Varam Deva Moksham Na Moksham Vadimba. So Moksham Vadimba means that Avadhim, um, um, the other idea of Moksha, the more really, from a scriptural point of view, the more prominent idea of moksha, which is salok, includes the sukhaishvarya, happiness and the and the opulence, the power of Vaikuntha, manifested in the forms of salokya, 
Sharsti, Samipya, Sarupya, Salokya, living on the same planet as God, <laughs> uh, having the same opulence as, as God, having a form like God's forearms, being the personal attendant of of of, of God. These are the uh, the perks, the, the happiness, and the powers, sukha and aishwarya of. There are those who want the perks and then those who just have prem, prem seva, they only want that, but they have to accept the perks because that's part of it. Hmm? So they have some interest in those. And he says, I'm not interested in that. Hmm? So he gives a gradation here. I'm not interested in, 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 the, in the fifth idea of moksha, the uh, ekatvam or sayuja oneness, and neither these other higher ideas, he says, moksha about him. Hmm? Highest possible, he's going all the way up to um, beyond sukhaishvari uh, uttara to premuttara, hmm? bhakti, in majesty, with with prem for Narayan, and, and uh, accepting the perks of Vaikuntha in the context only because it's part of their service, something like that. Those are high uh, devotees. So you see there's a lot of different possibilities in uh, in Vaikuntha. It's an interesting thing. You can go there by Karma Mishra Bhakti, by Gyan Mishra Bhakti, Yoga Mishra Bhakti. Hmm? Or you can go there by Ananya Uttam Bhakti of the majest- majestic type. Right? Hmm? And uh, and accept the perks as, a, as just part of of the of the service there. Hmm? But he says I'm not interested in any of these things. Nacha anya brune or nacha anya or anything else. Brune aham barasad apiha. I'm not interested in anything else. That means here, there's a there's an idea in the Bhagavatam. It, it, it's a it's I, I, you have the two types. You go to Vaikuntha with interest in the perks, if you will, the, the, the happiness and the and the uh, Aishvarya there, and then then there's the idea of prem save only. Another way of talking about that prem save is is to say. They're not interested in Vaikuntha. Hmm? They accept those powers and happiness if it's part of service, but they're only interested in service. So there's an emphasis there only on bhakti. And this would be emphasis on shravanam, kirtanam, smaranam, vishnu, sevanam, parasevanam, archanam, bandhanam, dasim, sakyamatmani, veganam, bhakti prahlad, maharaj, ki jai. So he has given this idea, and this is the kind of like the real basic, you know, s- kind of central idea of Vaikuntha Bhakti, hearing, chanting. This is Vaidhi Bhakti. Hmm? When we do Rag Bhakti, Rupa Goswami says, uh, the three practices, or three and a half practices of Rag Bhakti, which are one, to to contemplate the, 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 the leelas that correspond with one's ideal, as exhibited by the 
the, the associates of, of, of Krishna, uh, uh, the service that they, they render, to, to do service hmm, um, in one sadhaka deha, this is the two, these are two and one, or one and a half here, and service within a, a meditative siddha deha, hmm, to serve, and then, and then the, what is the, the last one? To do vaidhi bhakti, hmm? mm. shravanam, kirtanam, adi, etc., hmm? that then supports the uh, the other two. Hmm? Uh, we'll get into this as we go further here, because as, as we go ahead, there's a, there's an emphasis on the idea of of kirtanam hmm? over smarnam. Smarnam is in one sense central to Raghunuga bhakti, but it comes about by kirtan, and then it's energized by by kirtanam. Hmm? So he says, so you do bhakti, Raghunuga uh, bhakti that he's already explained hmm? earlier in the text. Now he's explaining rag bhakti. Uh, so you don't do Vaidhi Bhakti with an ideal of entering by Kuntha, but now from the Rag perspective. So the point only being that he refers to Shravanam Kirtanam as Vaidhi Bhakti. And so there's an idea that that I don't care about Vaikuntha, I just want to do Vaidhi Bhakti. It's found in the third canto of the Bhagavatam where the Kumaras, having cursed the inappropriately, in one sense, the gatekeepers of Vaikuntha, and realizing it through the, the, the example, the humble example of Narayan, hmm, and his identification with the gatekeepers, when Narayan said, oh, um, I've offended you, I have to make up for that, they realized these people, these gatekeepers and him, are one, whatever they do, he considers he has done it. They're only doing his work. Hmm? Where are we? They realized. Where the, these people are one with, with Narayan hmm? in a dynamic sense. So they felt they had made an offense. And then they, they make some prayer. They say that we would like, really basically saying we would like to be like the gatekeepers. <laughs> We'd like that position. We would like to do bhakti of hearing, chanting, etc., even in hell. Hmm. These were mokshavadis, right? The Kumaras. They got, by the grace of Narayan, they got the scent of the Tulsi. They came to the gates of Vaikuntha. They couldn't quite get in because hmm. they weren't devotees. But now this is their conversion. They could get converted at the gates of, 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 of Vaikuntha. It's an extraordinary story. And so they were very smart. They're again, so they, they figured this all out, and just like a, by observation. And then they made this kind of petition: we would like to do shravanam kirtanam in any situation. So they wanted prem utra seva, where what the interest is is in hearing, chanting, and there's there's no real concern for being in Baikunta, which is an atmosphere of happiness and powers and and so on and so forth. Hmm. Um, the idea being, in one sense, that that Vaikuntha is inside the hearing and the chanting, and it's fully fully there. Even if you're in hell, uh, it can be turned into Vaikuntha, something like that. Hmm? There's a statement by Bhagavan, Sri Krishna, to Nard, hmm? 
what does he say? Yogi namhrdaye shuva. I'm not in the heart. Naham tishtami vaikunte. Yogi namhrdaye shuva. I'm not in vaikuntha. Naham vaikuntha tishtami. Yogi namhrdaye shuva. Neither I am in the hridayam of the yogis, in the heart of the yogis. But yatragayantimadbhakta. Wherever my devotees are chanting my name, hmm, then that's where I, I reside. Hmm, that's where I live. So there's a, this is the kind of the premutara perspective, and sometimes it's spoken of in this way that beyond Baikuntha, the desire for residence, I don't want mukti, moksha, I don't want sayuja mukti. That's first. Let's just get that out of the way, and that's called Bharam um, uh, Deva Moksha, Na Moksha Badimba, and also, furthermore, Moksha Badim is distinguished from Moksha. Hmm? I don't want even Vaikuntha, and even beyond Vaikuntha, I don't want to just be absorbed in Vaidhi Bhakti, which is the essence of Vaikuntha anywhere, as I'm explaining it so forth, which is thought to be beyond Vaikuntha. Hmm? Right? Hmm. I don't want that either. Hmm? So he he's well thought out in his ambitions, right? This is a good sign, as I said earlier. He's well thought out. He's, 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 he's studied the, the subject matter well here. And... Uh, yeah. And I and it, so I don't want anything else. Hmm? And he says, "Nachanyam brideham bhadeshad apiha." Anything else, or even anything else in Vrindavan. He has a particular ideal in Vrindavan that he wants as well. Hmm? And Vrindavan is said, of course, to be populated by um, you know desire trees and will wish fulfilling cows and so forth. Sometimes it's explained like this, and people think, "Hey, man, I go there." <laughs> Sounds a good place to go. I could get any you know, from the tree. I could get whatever I want. And of course, the beautiful thing is that and this is the point that that Srubhadra Goswami made to win the argument that they don't want anything there. Hmm? So everything's available there, but like the Muni, I don't want anything. Yet. That's not my my interest. Hmm? You could have anything here. Hmm? I don't like. Then he says what he wants, of course. He says, hmm. I want here in Vrindavan this form, Bapu, of you. Gopal hmm. Balam. As a young cowherd, Gopal Balam. The child's Gopa. Hmm? Uh, sada. Me manasi. Abhirasta. May it be that form, and now he's emphasized, that form in particular. Sanatana Prabhu says, that you sure you don't want, I mean, okay, you, maybe none of those other things, but why not just like, I'll manifest my forearm, form Narayan, and we'll just chat. Hmm? I have a, com- have a conversation with you and everything. What do you, what, what do you think? Hmm? Uh, 
uh, <laughs> he says, no, I'm not interested in that form either. Hmm? That form I'm not interested in. Just like we find in the gopis when in the Vasant Rasalila of Gita Govinda, Krishna disappeared, and then to test them, he appeared as Narayan, and they and they were looking for Krishna, and, and then they paid their obeisances to Narayan and said, "Can you tell us where he went, where Krishna went?" Hmm? Point with all four arms in that uh, direction. <laughs> so we have no uncertainty, and we can we can go there, and so forth. So. He says, I'm not interested in any other form, only this form, and I want it to manifest in my heart. Hmm? So he, at this point in his um, development, he's praying for what's called antardarshan, internal darshan. And there's an argument, a strong argument in favor of this, for example, that's given in Brihad Bhagavatamrita when Gopakumar attains tapalok. Hmm? Pipalayana Muni, I think it is, speaks to him when he's when he's there. He, he's in Tapalok, and he's not quite realizing the virtues of that place, and expresses his desire to. I'd like to go back to Jagannath Puri. I want to see Lord Madangopal there in the form of Jagannath. And Pipalayana says, "You know, you don't have to go anywhere." Don't go anywhere to see God. God's everywhere, and He's within you. You don't have to go anywhere. Just see, like we do. And then they bestow the power upon Him. Hmm? He develops the power to meditate internally and see the different forms of God. And even the the, 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 the rishis there living in the Tapaloka, they go internally, they meditate on the form of God, and then they, they appear outwardly in a corresponding appearance like the, that's how absorbed they are in their deity in meditation. So Pipalayana Muni gives him a big long uh, lecture about the virtues of Antardarshan. Hmm? Culminates in explaining that Brahma himself had Antardarshan. Because someone might argue, well I you know art and Antardarshan sounds good, but but I want to talk with him. No, he talked with Brahma. He gave Brahma the four verses of the Bhagavatam you could have been sitting next to Brahman, you would have thought Brahman's talking to himself. Hmm? Or you wouldn't have seen his lips move because it was in meditation. Hmm? Antar means internally. It's internally in meditation. The mind was so absorbed that Bhagavan appeared, gave him darshan internally. People lie in his perspective, it's a meditative perspective. Hmm? And so the virtues of meditation are being extolled there. Hmm? as a means to um, experience the highest possibilities of uh, divine uh, um, realization. Hmm? And he gives an argument, of course, uh, as to the how the senses depend on the mind. If the senses are in touch with an object, but the mind is not connected to the sense and sense object, then to that extent we're not going to experience the sense object. The mind is different than all the senses, the mind is subtle, and unlike the senses, it can take the form of the thing that it absorbs itself within and so forth. Yes, it's material, but the mind is very special. You know, we have the Gita, for example, says the mind can be the enemy or it can be the friend. So it's unlike any of the senses. With the sense of eyes, you want to see God, but 
how are you going to see him? You know, you're going to go up and down, but in the mind you can see it all. It, what real seeing is really only in the mind anyway. So it gives a long explanation of the virtues of Antardarshan. So Gopakumar Kumar thinks this was pretty impressed, and he sits there and he learns meditation and so on and so forth. And still, of course, he's he's feeling some some lacking in himself. He he wants to, he wants to see Bhagawan, and even though people line said, you know, <laughs> what are you going to see with your eyes? You can only see with a meditative eye. It's a very convincing argument. Hmm? And then Brahma comes down to the Tapaloka and he says, Who's that? Oh that's, oh, that's Brahma. So then he follows Brahma. He goes to Brahma Loka, and from Brahma Loka, of course, he goes to Vaikuntha. Hmm? And then Vaikuntha, then he sees outside of his meditative mind. And, and there the virtues of Kirtan are extolled and so forth. And how the ec- external darshan exceeds in excellence the antar or internal darshan. It's a very complicated um, argument. And it, it, as he progresses, you'll see, now he's a, aspiring for this antar darshan of Balgopal. Hmm? Not any other forms. He's got good resolve, good nishta, hmm? and um, clear idea of what, his, what, he, what he wants as his goal. But as he goes forward, and he'll progress, and he'll, he'll, he'll want to have the, the the kind of experience like in Lila. Hmm? In 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 the in the in the darshan then participation in the Lila is is we, we, we is is in in one sense in Bhava Bhakti we have internal meditative uh, partial participation and then you get a spiritual body and you Externally, you're not meditating anymore, you're, but you're in a spiritual body. So there's the virtues of the power of the name and of Krishna to turn the senses into something that exceeds, by which they exceed the powers of ordinary senses and exceed the power of the of the material mind. And you get a spiritual mind. And it's, anyway, it's a long argument there to the contrary. But uh, here, anyway, he's praying for the internal darshan. And, he, and then he describes it in the fifth verse. Just briefly, we'll conclude with this reading of that. The Lord, O Lord, again and again, Mother Yasoda kisses your face, which is framed with locks of soft black hair tinged with red and beautified by your lips colored like the red bimba fruit. May this vision of your lotus face ever be manifest in my heart. Thousands and thousands of other benedictions of no use for me. What's the time? Okay. So we'll stop there. Karti Bhatta Ki Jai. Shishigur Radha Madhav Ki Jai. Gur Bhakti Vrinda Ki Jai. Gur Pramanam Ji.